Hey guys, it's Ashley Kirkwood with the Currency of Confidence podcast, the podcast that helps you level up in your confidence and convert it into currency for your business and professional life. Now, the segment today is another segment from my live taping, and this one deals with confidence and entrepreneurship. I interview the CEO of Curl Mix, and it is a fabulous, fabulous discussion. You do not want to miss this discussion. Stay tuned and listen in. Right on along. Put your hands together for the entrepreneurship segment. Are there any entrepreneurs in the building? All right. Oh, good, 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 because y'all are here for the money giveaway. So any entrepreneurs in the building, do any of you sell products? Yes. 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 Okay, great. What products do you sell? Just shout it out. Bare Elastics. Bare Elastics. I own that product. Very good product. Okay. What else? Books. Accessories. Books. Okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So then you all will appreciate this. This next guest, Kim Lewis, made over $1 million in sales for her hair care product company. $1 million in sales. And get this, she's under 30 years old. Under 30 years old, 28. Yep, 27? 27! 27 years old. Okay, so give me, a, give me a seven figure round of applause for Kim Lewis as she comes on stage, the CEO and co founder of Curl Mix. Brown skin. You know I love your brows. Yes, let's get these products up. And Kim was gracious enough to bring products to give away, okay? So this is our confidence and entrepreneurship segment. Is your husband here? He's not. Okay, okay, okay. So she, I say co-founder because Tim, her husband, co-founded the company with her. How great is that? How great is that? He's at home with the baby. He's at home with the baby, yes. (laughs) How many kids do you all have? Just one. Just one, all right, cool. Living the the only child life. Oh, yes. All right. It feels like we have multiple children, but we only have one. (laughs) I can't relate, but I can empathize. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's good. So Kim, we're here to talk about confidence and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And as I understand it, you at one point weren't wearing your natural hair and started, and were looking for products to tame the beautiful hair that you have. Is that right? Yes, yes. Um, back in, I, have one more, I had a relaxer for as long as I could remember up until college, and my mother went natural. And I was like, well, her hair looks really pretty, but mine wouldn't look like that, so I just can't go natural. Um, and then I was in college, and I got really stressed out one semester, and I started developing alopecia. Mm. Uh, so I had, like, some bald spots in the top of my head. And at the time, I'm, like, 20, 21 Uh, Or not even, I'm sorry, I was 18, 19, because it was sophomore year of college. Um, And so I was just like, you know what, I'm done with it. I'm going to just grow my hair out. Did it for about three months, and I was like, I can't deal with these two textures. And I was like, I told my husband at the time, well, he wasn't my husband then. He was my boyfriend. We were in college and dating. Uh, We've been together since we've been 16, so for a long time. (laughs) You were young. Yes, So you did not take that three-month advice. Oh, no, 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 no. See? It works different for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was his, like, first girlfriend, his first kiss, his first... What? Yeah. First everything, huh? Yes. You put all Tim's business out (laughs) there. It's okay. (laughs) It's an easy story. Um, But I just told him to cut it off. And so we just had some, like, kitty scissors in the dorm room, and I was just like, just cut it, because I was afraid to do it myself, but I was tired of it. Um, hair, you mean? My hair. Uh, and so he... It was just you and Tim. You were like, Tim, scissors. 
Just cut <laughs> Just cut it. He was just like, of course, I love you. You're my first everything. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> so he cut it off with some kitty scissors, and I was a little low on the left side, but it was okay. I was, it was gone. I was happy. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and I've just been playing in my hair ever since. And so how do you, okay, so then here's the thing, because I always hear these amazing stories, and it's like the perfect story of you and Tim meeting when you're young, growing into this beautiful relationship with this great child now and this beautiful business. How do you get from, like, Tim, cut it off, to a million in sales for Curl Mix? How did Curl Mix come about? I feel like entrepreneurship is something you can will yourself to success in. Hmm. So there's not to say that there's not a methodical approach to how to be successful. There are, of course, certain rules. You have to solve a problem. You have to, you know, uh, solve a pain point. You have to get sales. You have to have customers. You have to have decent customer service. Like, those things exist. But I think that if you just keep going, you'll figure it out along the way. You'll figure out those failures and kind of work around them. And so my husband, I picked him and it's funny because I feel like I, it's a choice. Like I picked him and he picked me. Yeah. Um, but I think we just knew very early on what we wanted as a couple, what we wanted our lives to look like. Yes. Um, and so even though we were young, I had dated, I dated in high school. I dated early on too, freshman, sophomore year, junior year. Um, and I had dated the fools, you know, um, and I don't want to call it's them. It's hard to not date fools freshman, sophomore, and junior year of of course, of course. And I say fools not to be like, not to, that they were bums or anything like that, but just that, you know, they were mean to me or weren't thoughtful or didn't guys really you care were about me. were mean to you? Just you, again, I was a fool too, you know. <laughs> we were all kind of making poor decisions. And so by the time I got to Tim, I was done with dating in high school and I, I had sworn off of it. Um, but he was just so different. He was, was he really nice? I mean, what did Tim... His... He was known in school for somebody who was really athletic, super smart, and just nice. That was, that's what everyone knew him as. So that was a cool reputation to me, that's right? That's a good rep. That's a good rep. And then on top of that, he was the first guy who actually like dated me. So you out. bought me flowers okay. and took me out, saved his lunch money to take me out on dates. You know, he was getting like $2 a day for lunch. So he, he was, was willing to starve for you. <laughs> that is a real man uh, right there. Right. And so <laughs> he was- what it takes. Exactly. He was so nice. And I mean, I, I had never experienced that, but I also didn't see that in any of my friends' relationships, mm -hmm. even some older ones, you know? And so, um, and he was really just a really good friend. Side note, the guy you are dating should not be mean to you. Yeah. Just as a general rule of thumb. And when I say mean, I mean like, if someone's lying to you or cheating on you, those things are mean, you know? <laughs> That's what I mean. Yes. <laughs> And those things should also not be happening. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes, I like that. So and I, I was just dating really young, but I honestly think I got very lucky. Uh, and so, yeah. so were you trying to figure out, did you, make, did you make a curl mixture for your own hair and you were like, this is amazing, we should sell this? No, I actually never wanted to own a hair care company um, or like hair product company when I first started. Because So in college, my last semester, I took a tech course and we had to make an app. And so I thought it would be a cool idea to create an app where curly women could talk to each other and learn about our hair, because this was back in like 2010, mm -hmm. before it was really, really, really big. Mm -hmm. And I did that and learned that no one really wanted to talk to each other. They just wanted a platform for themselves. So that's why Instagram works, because everyone takes a cute picture oh. of their hair, and then people are like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. And like that's the kind of the, 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 how people want to interact online when it comes to their hair. 
And so I, needless to say, that first business failed. But it's funny, though, because shortly after college, we kind of got into this entrepreneurship thing, and we kept going with it. And um, I signed Tim up to be on. I went to U of I. Yes, I did. And I signed Timothy to be up on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And he thought I was crazy at the time, but I like submitted his ticket. I was like, Tim, you're so smart. You get all these trivia questions right. He had like a perfect score in reading on the ACT, like a 36. Like who gets a 36 in reading on the Isn't ACT? Isn't it dope to date a smart man? <laughs> I know, right? I love him. I love him. Mm -hmm. uh, give Tim a clap for not being here. <laughs> Tim, Tim um, is well represented here. <laughs> yes, he is. And so when I signed him up, he ended up getting on the show. And he won $100,000. What? He did. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yes. he's. So he's, you really, Tim's rep was real. And I'm so smart. <laughs> Got out who wants to be a millionaire, 100000 Yes. Oh, my gosh. So was that your seed money? For our first business, yes. So wow. we, for after taxes, it's really like 80, mm -hmm. 80000 Okay. I'll take it. And I think, no, yeah, of course. And our freshman year, I mean, it was our first year out of college. So wow. it was like a year's salary, essentially, for us to kind of figure out what we wanted to do and how we wanted yeah. to go about it. Um, so we took 15000 and put it into the social network for natural hair. And we did that for about a year and a half. And I didn't really have a revenue model. Mm. And that was, you know, after doing that for about a year and a half, I had gained so many skills. And by revenue model, you mean you had no way for this app to put money in your bank account? Oh, yes. I was broke. Well, I wasn't making money for about a year and a half. And Tim, at the time, he graduated from college, worked at Starbucks for like okay. about three to six months, okay. and then we kind of just went on the road, visited my dad for a couple weeks in Texas, saw what my dad was doing for a living, and realized we were doing that for free, but just on the tech side. So we just didn't know what we didn't know. Mm -hmm. So my dad at the time was making um, several hundred thousand dollars a year doing what we did for free. And because, what was he doing? So basically he was just coding for banks, okay. coding for big banks, or drag and drop, they call it 4GL, that's probably really technical, but we basically were doing that, building our own websites. Yeah. And so when he showed us what he was doing, Tim like read the manual and then got a job making Tim's like- Tim's smart. Tim's smart. This is, right. you gotta, you know, you gotta get a good horse, okay? You know, you <laughs> know who you betting on. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> when we were in high school, I, Tim had a lot of potential. He was just very, um, I don't want to use the word lazy, but he would show up to class at like six period. Yeah, let's know? Tim's going to see this. He's going to be like, he is, so he good. is. And, and, he, and so I saw all the good things in him, but knew he really needed like an extra So at 60, you're looking at Tim like, yeah, one day, million dollars, he's going to win. Who wants to be a millionaire? Tim's like, I'm not going on that show. You're like, Tim, you're going on the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just like to think that like, I'm the executor. I yes. make sure it happens. Yeah. Um, and he's really good for strategy and thinking and like that. Those kind. That's of the role my husband plays. <laughs> I go to him and be like, "You should not hire her. You should hire her. You should not do this. This will not be profitable. This will be profitable." But when I'm like, "Okay, so can you take the Excel sheet and just sort all the rows?" and he's like, "No, I don't work for you." <laughs> I'm like, "I'll give you equity stake." He's like, "Can you pay?" I'm like, "I pay in kisses." He's like, "I don't accept that." for my payment. I'm like, all right. But so that's we, good to know that, that we could, bang, who wants to be a millionaire, bro? <laughs> <laughs> We're on that. And so we realized we didn't have a revenue model and I vowed for our next business, we would make money on day one. But Come in, on, <laughs> yes. And when we did that, I had learned photography, website design, just all kinds of things. You, know, you learned how to do the foundation yourself. Yes, yes, yes. So then we moved to Atlanta for a little while. We were there. He worked at Delta and on the tech scene. Um, and then we moved back home after we started Curlmix. Curlmix originally started as a do-it-yourself box for curly hair. Think Blue Apron, 
where you make the food yourself, but curly hair. We would send you the materials you would need to make your own hair care products. Mm. Uh, and that came from just me being a DIYer for the last five years, or the five years before starting Curl Mix, making my own stuff in the kitchen, spending a couple hundred dollars on Whole Foods. And we did that for about two years. Um, but the business, so it was growing in the first year, and then the second year, it wasn't. It was very, it was flatlining. And I was telling Tim, like, you know, honey, this isn't going to get us to a million dollars in sales. Whoa, let's stop. So you and Tim, at the beginning of this business, you were like, I'm making money on day one. And then you were thinking long term, like, okay, but will this get us to a million? Yeah, yeah. So I like that because a lot of entrepreneurs will say like, oh, I want a six-figure business. But like you were thinking seven figures day one. Tim, the, the projections aren't looking good. You were looking at all of that the whole time. We've been, so we've decided that we will be billionaires. To be fair, y'all did have time. Like y'all had from 16 up. But yeah. I appreciate this. So, okay, you, tell us your plan. So, we're at seven figures. You've been planning this. Mm -hmm. So, we, we know that we'll be rich. And I say rich like zero's rich. And I know that we'll be friends. I like rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? I know this. We good. <laughs> and it was just a matter of how we, get, how we got there. Okay. Um, and I think that, you know, we knew college was a part of it because we didn't have a network as the kids. We mm -hmm. didn't have rich uncle, daddy, whoever. Um, you all went into college with this game plan as well. We, we've been some hustlers. Yeah, we worked. I, like I worked three to four jobs in college. He worked at least three. Um, yes. So we we just we worked. We both were RAs. I mean, we just but we had to. You know, there was no yeah. other choice, and we leaned on each other. So we yeah. had a shared bank account early on, like wow, junior, sophomore year, one of them. Yeah, this is pretty dope because honestly, this goes against all the things that they <laughs> tell you traditionally. Like, yes. do not get with someone young. But you're like, no, 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 smart, athletic, hard worker. <laughs> That is who you get with young. He bought my first suit for college. He I bought your college. first suit? Yes. Oh, this is a partnership. Yes, very much. See, very this much. is the type of strategy I like. <laughs> I like this. I that's, like this. That's the only way we've been able to get as far as we've gotten. Strategic. Is because one of us has been working the whole, we've been leaning on each other, partnership yeah. the entire time. That's so cool. So you come up with this concept, burst from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You're sending out these boxes, but you realize, okay, this isn't going to get us to the seven-figure mark. So what changed in the business model for the products to get you over that seven-figure mark? A lot of us create businesses because we want to see them in the market and not because people are paying us for them in the market. So what I say, so we do what we want to do, not what our customers are paying us to do. Mm -hmm. And so what I found is that our boxes, though we had made 24 of them, there was one that people kept buying over and over and over mm. again. And... But we couldn't figure out how to stabilize the formula when we made it ourselves. We couldn't figure out how to produce it in mass quantities. No manufacturer would make it for us. And it was our flaxseed gel. Flaxseed gel, you have to take real flax seeds that you eat in your smoothies and boil it and make a gel. And you extract the gel and white, black, any, it does not matter. People are using it on their hair. Mm. Um, so we went to manufacturers, they all said no. And I actually went, I became a part of Backstage Capital. I don't know if you guys have heard so of that So how before. did you, because this, this in, in, in looping in confidence here, how did you keep going after all manufacturers said no? Because at that point, I imagine some people quit. Like, can't nobody make it. I don't know nobody. So how did you keep going? So I had met, I had gotten connected with Backstage Capital. I don't know if you guys know this, but there was a, the only black woman to ever grace the cover of Fast Company who was not a celebrity. She was um, the, a founder of a fund that invests in minorities. Mm -hmm. And so she's invested in about 100 companies so far. And so they had their anniversary party. I'm one of the portfolio companies, and I meet my advisor. 
Um, and it's funny because my advisor, he's not black. He's an Asian man yeah. who's bald, uh, which <laughs> is hilarious. But he was able to give me an objective opinion about my business. Mm -hmm. And he was like, so what's your best selling product? Our flaxseed gel. Well, why don't you make that? Because it's hard and no one will make it for us. And he's like, okay, so figure it out. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, you never stop selling your best selling products. What, are you crazy? And I was yeah. like, okay. So I think I was seven months pregnant at the time. Ooh. And I spent about a month in my kitchen making 50 different batches um, until we finally came up with one and we sold it and sold hundreds in a matter of hours before I even made my first big batch. Um, and so I was like, wow, this is what people want. And so we completely pivoted the business in January of last year. That is amazing. And so that's propelled you. Wow, that's amazing. So what would you, this is, this is such a good story. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like you, it's almost like you wrote your life story and then implemented. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, Tim, get Tim, check. College, make some connects, check. Start a business, check. And then this, this Asian bald guy comes in. I guess he's like the fairy godfather of the whole Shabil. Right. He's just like, it doesn't matter. Figure it out. And you're like, Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now then you're at seven figures. So what do you see as the future for Curl Mix? So you all have hit the seven figure mark. Your valuation is even higher for this year. Mm -hmm. So what, in, in five years, what do you see the company doing? Uh, so this year, I like to set my goals in shorter terms. Teach so. us, teach us. Okay, so five <laughs> years is too, too long. Help so me out. It is. I, and I try not to plan my life. I try not to plan my life five years out because I just... Okay. I couldn't have predicted I'd have been married to Timothy for, or been with him for over 10 years or about 10 years. So, you know, I try right, to right, do right. shorter increments. So this year, I want to make $10 million. 10 million. Um, 10 million. That I means like that we'll this month will hit over 250. Yes. 200,000. Yes. Thank you. So that means this year, this month will hit over 250,000, and I need to make an extra 100,000 each month to get to that 10 million this year. Okay. Uh, we're gonna raise some venture funding, um, hopefully from some well-known firms here in Chicago, and hopefully they'll invest a few million uh, and grow Chromex to a billion dollar company, like The Honest Company or Dollar Shave Club or any of those big brands mm -hmm. you guys see out there. Uh, so yeah, that's easy. The it's easy for you and Tim. I'm, I'm totally sold on it. Oh, thank <laughs> I'm you. totally thank sold on this is happening. <laughs> so, yeah, this is you're, you're you're incredible, Kim. Aww. 28. That's that's incredible. Thank you. It is really incredible, and it's just I know that you'll go so 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 far Thank just because of how strategic you are, and you have a great partner. This is dope. I have to meet Tim now. I have. Oh. I feel like I know him, you know, but I have to meet him. So, what do you think in terms of advice to entrepreneurs mm -hmm. who are who have a product-based business? Do you believe they should be focused on scalability or or not? Like, when should they be focusing on scaling? Because you kind of had this scaled model. When it wasn't scaling, you pivoted. Mm -hmm. When should they start thinking about how scalable is this business? I think when Chromex wasn't growing, and it wasn't growing organically, I, was, I knew something was wrong. Over how long of a period did that kind of... It grew for the first year, and then the next six months, I was really struggling to figure things out. And then my margins weren't great. So the boxes, they were... 30% margins, mm. and I knew that when you compare it to other products in the market, say, for example, curly hair products, their margins are 70%. So that meant you were making the box, and your costs, the, the, you were only making 30% profit over the cost of making the box. Exactly. Okay, and that's and, low for the industry. Exactly, and, that, and then I would sell our boxes. They were maybe twice the size. We would sell them for 30 bucks, but I could sell the same bottle of gel for 25 to 28. 
So the, it just didn't even make sense, yeah. you know, when you when you stack the numbers next to each other. And then on top of that, you I knew I had a good product when I didn't have to oversell it. Yeah. Right. So like when I would meet someone, I would say, this is what it does. They would say, give me two bottles, you know, versus mm -hmm. like these are our boxes. And this is why you should wear your hair natural. And this is why you should make right. your own products. And this is why you should use this natural stuff. And so like when I had to do all of that, it, I, it was a much harder sale. And I knew that I hadn't found product market fit. Um, but but an easy way to remember it is be a painkiller, not a vitamin. Uh, a vitamin is nice to have, but do you know any of the brands in your drawers? Do you take your vitamins every day? Right. Not at all. But do you take Tylenol every day? Do you take your Aleve? Do those expire? I feel like I have some vitamins so <laughs> long ago. And, I just, and, and that's the truth for any business, anyone who wants to have a business. You have to be a painkiller, not a vitamin. And when I, I realized Chromix was a vitamin, I said, we need to change something. I love that. I love that. So here's what we're going to do. We are close to wrapping this segment. And before we do, we're going to take two questions. And hopefully, they're from Naturalistas. And the two people that ask questions, we're going to give them a curl mix box. So are there questions for Kim while we have her here? Yes. Yeah, this is good. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time. It feels like a long time. We've been an entrepreneur. We've been on the entrepreneur scene for about five years or so. Yeah, took a Five years, that's pretty easy. <laughs> Hello, my name's Arayla. How are you guys? Hi. Hey. Um, my question is for you. Um, with the market being so saturated with like a lot of different products, you know, how did you keep going with the confidence to be like, okay, my stuff is different. You know, I know in entrepreneurship, it's a lot of times you second guess yourself because you think, oh, everybody does natural hair stuff now, or everybody has a gel, or everybody has, you know, edge control or whatever. How did you get past that? So our boxes at the time were the only natural hair do-it-yourself boxes. So for a while, I felt like I was doing something different. It just wasn't important to the customer that I was serving. And when I found the customer that I was serving, and I tried to stop doing what I wanted to do and see what they really wanted or what they were spending their money on, and it was our gel. And I was like, okay, well, how can I bring this gel to market? Um, and then I did some research. I looked online to see what other companies were providing that gel, and I realized there was a hole. There were none of them that were providing real flaxseed gel. When I say real flaxseed gel, if you go to the store right now, you'll see products that are gels with flaxseed on it, but that's not real flaxseed gel. That means that company had a synthetic gel, and they added... Um, flaxseed oil, you know, it's like mm -hmm. liquidy oil. That's not the same thing. Flaxseed gel in itself is gooey. It almost looks like mucilage or something like slimy, kind of. Um, and no one was producing that. And so I knew it would be a tall order or a huge task to try to figure out how to make it at scale. Uh, because before you could only make it, it maybe like a 60 gallon, I'm sorry, a 60, I mean a stock pot. So you can make 60 bottles in a batch. But we've been able to manufacture um, seven to 800 bottles in a batch, and with the right investment, we could do thousands in a batch. So I found what was missing versus just doing what everybody else was doing. Because I also, I'm not a proponent of that. Just like, well, everyone has a hairline, so I'm just gonna make a hairline. You need a real premise, you know? I love that. So is there, yes, we have another question in the front. You can just hand the mic right down. So the thing about my hair is, it, a lot of stuff weighs it down. It's very fine. So I wanted to know how was the trials and tribulations of like finding different women and maybe having them tested on their hair to make sure it was universal and things like that. How did that go? 
So I got really lucky in that Flaxseed Joe was already, it was already a phenomenon. There were already millions of people making it at home. It was just no one doing it in a more convenient solution. And so I found recipes of women who were white, who were Indian, who were black, who were uh, Native American, any, any kind of ethnicity really, you can find them making flaxseed gel. And so we, that was our only product when we first pivoted the business. And then we launched more products based on our best-selling boxes after that. And then just, we don't even have a shampoo and conditioner yet. We won't launch it until February 1st. So it's I... <laughs> but I made sure that the products were working on multiple hair textures. But and also, I attended a lot of expos where I would test the product on people's hair right in front of me. So I got to see, and people would love the transformation when I would do a section of their hair. Um, and so that's how I was able to test whether or not it worked on different hair textures. And it is lightweight. Flaxseed gel doesn't weigh your hair down. Like, my hair bounces, you know? Yes, it does, girl. And I'm like a 4B texture. And I never thought that I could do wash and goes. And now I do them. I only do wash and goes. And so that was just... Something that came Wash and about. Go Wednesday. I think Wash I saw that on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Join us on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock on Facebook, on our Chromex Facebook page. I'll show you how to do my hair in my shower. Nice. Nice. <laughs> well, could you ladies come on down and get the box? I know we have other questions. We'll take one more because I just saw one more hand. You two, the first two ladies, come on down and get your boxes, and then we'll take this one last question. Hi there, thank you again for coming out tonight. My name is Ashley, and my question for you is, um, in terms of scaling your business, how did you go about finding other people to be a part of the team that were just as passionate about Curl Mix as you and your husband were, or are? That is such a good question, and I find that um, that's often the, the reason most people don't get to the seven figures, is because they're afraid to let people help them and accept the kind of help that they're getting. So, you know, as a founder, no one's going to be A++++ quite like you. Um, and that's true for any business, right? But then, two, you need a co-founder um, and a co-founder who's all in with you. And for me, I got lucky because that was Tim. It's like back in March, he quit his job as an IT professional. He's making like a quarter of a million bucks. Um, and he quit to come and work for me for nothing. Because <laughs> we didn't pay ourselves. See, it and can so, happen. Pay him in kisses. <laughs> if it works for you. He's, he always says he's betting on me. I was like, babe, how can I repay you for, you know, giving up your 20s, you know, to help run Curl Mix? He's like, oh, just make me rich, you know, and I'll be happy with that. <laughs> he's funny. Um, so I had Tim. He was all in. And then on top of that, I found somebody early on, my first hire. She worked for me for $10 an hour. Her name was Crystal. She's amazing, and I really don't think Curl Mix would have gotten as far as it had gotten without her. She worked a uh, stay-at-home mom, 10 bucks an hour, and she worked 10 hours a week in customer service. And then when we started to grow, it was 20 hours a week. And then it was, hey, Kim, you know, my daughter's going to school now, and I want a real job, so I'm going to go look for jobs. And my advisor was like, you better hire her. <laughs> Do not let her go. She's amazing. You cannot find that kind of talent out yeah. in the marketplace. So I brought her home full time before I paid myself. Um, so mind you, Tim is making a little bit of money, but then he quits, and then I bring Crystal on full time, and she's the only one getting a real check. Um, <laughs> because she was that good. And so uh, we used our refund uh, money from the government to, well, really it's our money, because you know, you pay the government, then they hold your money, then they give it back to you. But anyway, um, so <laughs> we used that to float us for a couple months, and then we didn't take our first check until August last year. I want to say, August. And then after that, I had some family members who were working part-time who were also moms. Um, they would come and help pump and make products and things like that. And then once we hit our first six-figure month, which was 
was it August? I think it was August last year. Um, then we, I don't know. You haven't brought me on the team yet. Uh, I'm waiting, though. I'm happy. You know, they say when you're remembering things, you look up into the right corner. Right, you're like, like you're doing. I'm like, <laughs> maybe. And then we just started, we've been hiring full-time people every month since August last year. And this month... Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> sorry, I know my segment is super long. I am so sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's it. No, that's perfect. Thank Let's you. give Kim a round of applause. Thank you. Round of applause. Thank you so, so, so much for your expertise. Thank you for the wonderful boxes. You've been amazing. Your story is so inspirational and encouraging. Thank you. And so, just thank you. Thank, thank you, you for again. having me. I love being Let's here. give Kim a round of applause. Guys. Please go and support CurlMix at CurlMix.com. Wasn't Kim Lewis amazing? Well, this was another episode of the Currency of Confidence podcast with Ashley Kirkwood. You can find me on Instagram at The Ashley Nicole Show. And then you can also find me at TheAshleyNicoleShow.com. Now, this particular segment was sponsored by Mike Owens of American Portfolio Mortgage. Please, please, please reach out to Mike Owens of American Portfolio Mortgage for all of your financing needs. If you are thinking of buying a home this year, then he is the person that you should be speaking with. If you are considering buying a home this year, then you have to get your financing in order. And it's never too early to call Mike Owens of American Portfolio Mortgage. I want any of you considering buying a home to make him your first email out, okay? You can email Mike Owens at mowens, M-O-W-E-N-S at G-O-A-P-M-C dot com. That's M as in Mary, O-W-E-N-S at G-O-A-P-M-C dot com. All right, so reach out to Mike Owens of American Portfolio Mortgage for all your financing needs and get your first home this year. He is the person who helped my husband and I with buying our first home. And literally, I could not imagine going to anyone else if we decide or when we decide to buy our next home. So definitely reach out to him. You will be in good hands. And don't forget to support us by liking this podcast, leaving your comments, subscribe, subscribe, and share it with your friends. Here's the other thing. We talked a lot about entrepreneurship on this segment. And Kim was phenomenal and gave you all all the tips you need to start making money in your business. But y'all already know that I'm a lawyer. So I'm going to tell you this, like I tell everyone, there's two people you need on your team when you're thinking of starting a business, a lawyer and an accountant. Now I can't help you on the accountant side, but on the lawyer side, I'm your girl. So if you want to schedule a consultation with me for all of your legal business needs, go to mobilegeneralcounsel.com. Click on the book appointment now link and schedule a one-on-one -on -one session with me. Again, you can go to mobilegeneralcouncil.com, everything spelled correctly, and book your consultation session with me. I am always here to help you get your legal life in order. So I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Ashley Nicole Show and at The Currency of Confidence. I'll see you guys next time.